Oh, no, Stop no, it. that actually happened. A dude lost the whole thing. This I'm was sorry, an there, accidental. There was a cell phone charger inside him? Yeah. It doesn't Did even... Like a lightning cable? Yeah, that doesn't even yeah. seem like it would be pleasurable. He's charging his butthole. It doesn't go to your butt, David. It would go up into God your kidney. Dave. Fuck, I didn't know that we were going in that way. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> How did you oh, miss no. that? Because I took people? my headphones off for the fishing. I know, but I've said it like 11 times. I yeah, no. I just no. You got fish. No. You got fish. <laughs> no. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. <laughs> we are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. Casey. Yeah. And Juice. Motherfucker. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. Juice, what's this month's theme? This month, we're talking about the frenemies, ladies and gentlemen. Your good friends, your best friends that aren't really your friends, but they pretend to be, and you're just pretending to be their friends because at some point, you gotta stab them in the back. You got to. <laughs> so, Dave, while I'm perpetually waiting for the moment that I get to stab you in the back, my friend, what did you bring for us? For Frenemies Month, look, everybody knows I like going a little bit more recent and finding something trashy from the last couple of years. So from 2017, starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson, I went with the Hitman's Bodyguard. And Gary Oldman. Yeah, and Gary Oldman as a fucking stellar performance because he's Gary Oldman and he kills it in everything he does. Whatever he does. All right, Dave, before we go any farther, we're going to need an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Uh, Interpol is after you. Because you may or may not have killed a couple of people in broad daylight, but you happen to get away in Casey's least favorite method, which is by jumping in a speedboat in a canal. Ooh, smell. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, you didn't bank on them having helicopters and rocket launchers. And so in the 10 seconds before they fire one off and blow you up, sell us on this movie. Helicopters are the mortal enemy of canals. That was three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and that's my whole elevator pitch. All right, here it's we go. It's also his epitaph. Ryan Reynolds while Samuel Jackson's in a generic action flick with a fantastic movie poster. Six, Six seconds. seconds. I like wow. that you spent time emphasizing the movie poster to describe the movie. The movie poster <laughs> yeah. is what sold me on this entire fucking film. Advertising it is a, within advertising. Yeah, it's basically the poster from The Bodyguard, but instead of some generic white guy I don't remember carrying Whitney Houston. It's Ryan Reynolds carrying Samuel Jackson. That's Sir Kevin Costner <laughs> you're speaking of. Oh, that was Kevin Costner. Wow. Dave, I'm disappointed, man. What? I thought after Waterworld we all agreed that Kevin Costner was a mistake. Yeah, but that was before Waterworld. Yeah, but he wasn't the reason we liked the bodyguard. It was Whitney Houston. I never said And I'll it always was. love you. The fact that she could love him means that there's something he has for humanity. <laughs> All right, Casey, as I'm floundering around in this canal, I grab at the nearest thing I can find, which unfortunately is a boat that you're currently partying on for your friend's bachelorette party. Now, you Ooh. swore that you were never going to set foot in a filthy canal, Ugh. but you set aside your hatred for one day to be there for your friend, and this is what's come of it. 
So in the 10 seconds before you're dumped into this disgusting canal water, sell us on this movie. PG-13 Deadpool is guilted into protecting Nick Fury by electric nachos in this Italian job red knockoff in a most Canadian possible motherfucking way. Nine seconds. I'm glad you counted. Yeah, I, I lost it there, Casey. That was beautiful. Yeah, That you, really was beautiful. You referenced a lot of other properties that all of these <laughs> actors are better in. Way better. I mean... It felt like they made a soy milk shake of a bunch of other properties. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Before we talk about Sam Jackson carrying the shark over the threshold, why don't we go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched? Let's let's give it a shot. Our main frenemy is Michael Bryce, played by Ryan Reynolds. He used to be a super high-end bodyguard to the stars until one of his targets got murdered by a hitman and he lost his super good bodyguard AAA rating. Now he's stuck guarding mid-level coked out attorneys. Yeah, and that hitman that ruined his life is motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson. He's a killer named Darius Kincaid, serving a life sentence for all of the murdering that he did. At the start of the film, he's making a deal with Interpol to get his wife out of jail, and his wife's Selma Hayek. So, I think we all kind of get it? Yeah. To free Selma, Darius has to testify against Gary Oldman in The Hague. In the movie, he's playing a dictator from Belarus, but I feel like Gary Oldman probably has a war crime or two he should be answering for on his own. <laughs> Interpol takes Samuel to The Hague, but they get ambushed along the way because, of course, they did. That always happens in a movie. Luckily, the Interpol agent is Ryan Reynolds' ex-girlfriend, so she calls him up to be the hitman's bodyguard. Eh? Eh? Eh. Oh. The two of them hate each other, and by, you know, like, rage sex, that kind of thing. But they bond over a series of shootouts and car chases. Yeah, or at the very least, their stunt doubles bond over those. Yeah, because Sam Jackson's stunt double is obviously not Sam Jackson, which is sort of a bad trait for a stunt double. Anyway, Michael bodyguards Darius all the way to The Hague, arriving with literal seconds to spare, because apparently that's how courts work. Yeah, but Gary Oldman's not going down like that, though. So he has his people bomb The Hague, which was not on my bingo cards. <laughs> Gary Oldman bombs The Hague after testifying for war crimes? No. Samuel L. Jackson chases Gary to the roof and kills him while Ryan Reynolds saves his ex-girlfriend and then re-girlfriends her. The movie wraps up by showing us Darius breaking out of prison to make out with Salma Hayek again and then the credits roll with bonus points for Samuel L. Jackson singing the blues during those credits. Yeah, buddy. I meant to Google that. Does he have an album? <laughs> I'm not sure he's done anything other than this, but I'm absolutely putting this on loop in my car for every drive now. <laughs> Um, yes, he has quite a few songs. Really? Yeah. Now you've got Dave excited. Give him some Samuel L. Jackson track facts. Samuel L. Jackson singing. Fantastic. Oh, my Absolutely God. Absolutely fantastic. It's wonderful. We get a fully produced blues track in the credits of this movie of Samuel L. Jackson singing Nobody Gets Out Alive. And that is something I absolutely love that we don't get to see enough anymore. It's like Kelsey Grammer singing the theme song of Frasier or Hasselhoff singing the outro of Baywatch. Why don't stars sing more theme songs? I did Hasselhoff sing the house outro to, to Baywatch, the TV yeah. show? Well, not, not all of them, but there were several credit songs that he did. Yeah. Are, okay. Are you just looking for comedic value, Dave? Is this why you want this? Or, or is there some other purpose for this uh, 
some other purpose for these star-driven musicals. It's not it's not just comedic value, although that's definitely part of it. Yes. <laughs> But, like, that used to be a thing in the 60s and 70s of where, like, well, if you're good at one thing, you must be good at all things, right? So you had stars who sang the theme song to their own film that had no business singing, and it was fucking fantastic. (laughs) You're a good cook. Can you farm? (laughs) (laughs) God, I guess I gotta be a farmer now. Plus, there's actual bloopers in the credits of this movie. Which we don't get that much anymore. I yeah. miss bloopers in the credits. Yeah. I'll watch your credits if you show me the actors fucking up. Right. You know that why? shit's hilarious. Ryan Because they put that shit in the DVD extras now or whatever. I don't know. Do oh. people still no, buy DVDs? because we don't need a reminder <laughs> that stars are still like are just like us because we have social media. Samuel L. Jackson wasn't just the only good thing about the soundtrack of this movie, though. Because you had the songs that sounded like other songs. Oh, my God. Oh, tons of covers. <laughs> yeah. It, what, what was your favorite cover case? They were almost, co- I wouldn't call them covers. I'd call them sheets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one little aspect of the song and just go like, one, yeah. Which one was your favorite sheet? I'm going to say my favorite sheet was the ball with the ball knockoff of when <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is being transported for the first time. Because... Jay looks at me and goes, oh God, what song is that? What song is that? What is I know it? that guitar riff. And it's just missing that little bridge You were doing the Frankenstein guitar riff there. No, it wasn't. Honestly, I think it's really easy to get these fucking mixed up. I was just checking. I think that's the song called The Hitman's Bodyguard. The soundtrack also includes Smells Like Ass back here and Jag Didn't Smell Like Ass. Well, that, that's a running joke, right? Because in the beginning, Ryan Reynolds has this jag, and then he has this fall from grace, and then he's driving a, what a... Uh, a minivan. What, what is he? Yeah, like a minivan. A European a Ford, minivan. It's a Ford C-Max. It's uh, basically oh. a, an ultra-small on the Ford Focus platform. Dave okay. only knows this because he's owned one. Thanks, Dave. No, I looked it up. <laughs> so there's a joke that it smells awful in there when he's picking up his slimy attorney that he has to be a bodyguard to and then he takes it to a car detail shop and Ryan Reynolds is supposed to be funny when he's a dick to the attendant about it. It's not their fault that an investment banker with heroin up his butt shit in your car, man. You can only (laughs) ask so much of a detailing company. Yeah, I don't care if you've taken it in four times. That shit's fucking probably gross as hell. They get paid to vacuum in small spaces, not uncommitted crime. <laughs> I know, right? I can't get Satan's butthole out of this. Turn your car in for evidence and buy a new one. But the one unforgivable sin of this soundtrack is that the Hitman's Bodyguard does not include the track I'll Always Love You by Whitney Houston. And I feel like we missed out on a prime opportunity. I don't care what the licensing fee is. You pay it. That's line Inge- item one on the budget of this movie. Inject right. a karaoke scene. <laughs> Do you have to pay for a karaoke scene? Shouldn't we have did, to. Samuel L. Jackson did That's have so a line, though, where he said, now would be one of those times to send one of those I will always love you texts. Yeah, right. we see what you did there, uh-huh, Sam. Uh-huh. I didn't until just now, so wow. <laughs> Sneaky Pete up in here. Would it be worse than being in a canal? Oh, my God. Well, no. No. Oh. <laughs> God. If you want to start talking about the canal, we need to talk about how awful, not only the henchmen, so we get some really bad henchmen in this fucking film, but what? even the Interpol agents are just fucking terrible at their jobs. 
Their jobs are to catch bullets in this film, and they're getting it <laughs> left, right, and center. Apparently, yeah. when Samuel Jackson jumps off the fucking roof, they spotted them initially with a helicopter. What, yeah. did the helicopter pilot not fucking see them jump off the side of the building? You'd think they'd no. be surrounded. But no, they jump off and they're fine, and they get in the heist of another fucking minivan and drive off into the sunset to get shot at again. Maybe they were off the clock. They're like, shit, it's after oh, five. We gotta code go. seven, oh, guys. Oh. Turn it around. I gotta punch out. I'm now, low I, on I, gas. And the sorry, other like, overtime's mm. not approved this week. Right. I think that's I exactly how helicopter. that works, Casey. Ooh, oh, you know, it's like 4.50, and we have to clock out in 10 minutes, and it's at least a 10-minute flight back to the station, so, like... And I'm supposed to vacuum out the back every time? <gasps> and my manager, Lisa, gets on my ass if I don't. So, really, I- I'm already going to be over. We need to turn around. We're just going to take this bird back. I was also going to say, like, if you realize, as the helicopter dude, that you're rolling up on a fight... Where the people you're against is Ryan Reynolds, aka Deadpool, and Shaft. I would also be like, "Oh my God, we're running out of gas!" And they're like, "There's like a half a tank." I'm like, I know my helicopter. The gas gauge is wonky. We are almost out of gas. Like we're worrisome <laughs> out of gas. I have to turn around. Wait, did Protocol. Samuel Jackson play Shaft at some point? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, that might be a better comparison because I was thinking of Deadpool and Nick Fury. Like, that's what I saw when those two got together. Every role Ryan Reynolds plays is just Van Wilder in a new job. Right, <laughs> right. This is I've just Van Wilder, the Van bodyguard. Wilder. Seriously? Nope. Holy shit, wow. I'm the uncultured one, but I've still seen that movie. I avoided or it because Fuckboys ruined it before that's I fair. got to that's it. That's a very accurate statement, that's yes. Okay. It was basically Fuckboys the movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't even have the word Fuckboys really then. Like we had it, but we weren't using it the way we are now. Oh, it was the birth. The birth of the Fuckboy. Of, well, that iteration. <laughs> the Fuckboys been since the beginning of time. Yeah, there, there have been and always will be Fuckboys. I, I think I remember reading that in Marcus Aurelius. And <laughs> ignore the Fuckboy. <laughs> no, I remember reading that in Cosmo. I'm sure you did. I'm sure Marcus Aurelius probably, like, totally copyright infringed the shit out of Cosmo. Probably. Hey, also, raise your hand if you're surprised that Juice reads Cosmo. (laughs) Why is Juice the only one surprised he reads it? (laughs) Juice is like, I gotta know the five ways to just tease your man. Please and tease my man. Can I I do any of this to myself? Side note question. Would you rather be Samuel L. Jackson in this movie or Selma Hayek in this movie? I would always rather be Selma Hayek. I, I mean, agree. but uh, honestly, <sighs> she's in prison the whole fucking time. Right. I, least- I guess that's the question. Do I have access to a mirror? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that was going to be my one request. Like, I'll, I'll give up the terrace. Can I just have a mirror? Can I have a body length mirror? I would just like have Anna trampoline. Right. right. Oh, the hand great trampoline. idea. Just a small little one. Just like, you know, the single person ones. Yeah. Absolutely. Can I, can I get you anything? No, I'm going to be here for a while. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, you should leave me alone. You can get the fuck out of here. I'm Selma Hayek. She was like that in this entire movie, though. She talked shit to any of the agents or guards that came and saw her. She made she her cellmate stand gem. in the corner. Yeah, <laughs> that was I brutal. see you could turn around. 
Damn, girl. She was my favorite character, though. She gave her a five-minute break at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole point is, like, she was not in this enough. Like, I agree. I think there should have been a hell of a lot more Samuel Hayek. Oh, my I, God. I would love a prequel. They're making oh. a sequel. I said prequel. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, well. I, if Samuel Hayek's in it, I'm, I'm, I win. She, I'm she'll in. feature a lot more in it. The sequel is The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. So I assume that Selma's going to feature a lot more in it. Oh, okay, okay. I might watch it. We'll see. Dave, when did this come out? You said 2017? Yeah, this came out in 2017. The sequel was actually supposed to come out August of this year, but COVID. So it's been kicked back oh. to August of next year. Gotcha. The acting in this movie was acting. I, I love Ryan Reynolds, but in this he just doesn't add anything to it. And his character's kind of flat. Un- he- unusually so. No, I literally think it was they had a broad scope for a movie in oh, this. Yeah. No, I... My elevator pitch of Ryan Reynolds while Samuel Jackson's was pretty goddamn accurate because it's just them doing their usual thing. I think they had a vague outline of a movie and then they booked Ryan Reynolds, Samuel Jackson and Selma Hayek. And then they were out of money. So they just kind of (laughs) put them in front of cameras and let them do what the fuck ever. It was a Netflix original. I thought they have stupid amounts of money. Yeah, but I mean, you got to think they're not going to be like, hey, this movie's getting $2 billion. Yeah, no. Like some movies, you just got to draw the line. They weren't awful. It just kind of felt like they were doing improv for a charity of like a movie of like, okay, this is going to be high, like, like quality looking. But it's a Sundance commercial. We've got like two takes max. Okay. We have to get this done in a week. I'm really confused about the director of this movie because he directed a reasonably well-reviewed action thriller called Red Hill. Then he directed The Expendables 3 and then this. And that's his entire goddamn director resume. That's all of it. That and a couple shorts. Okay. So he's a new director. He's still getting his fucking jive. Yeah, but The Expendables but, 3 is a big movie. Right, Expendables well, I mean, 3 was a fair amount of money in it, and we had a lot of action stars. Also, this was a fairly big movie. I mean, despite the fact that it seemed more hands-off from the writer's standpoint, you could tell they put some money into this. Some of the action sequences weren't fucking bad at all. Okay, yeah, probable, they maybe, almost but. good. some money into it. They were almost good action scenes. Right. It was they, okay. It was pretty solid. Give me an example of solid, Dave. Uh the the whole fight sequence with Ryan Reynolds in the kitchen that was a long take that wasn't really a long take. That was Yeah, that had some scenes. It was cuts. competently well done. Uh, it most was of okay. the car chases in this were pretty solid, competently well done. Like I it, thought nothing the, really stood out, but nothing was that bad. I thought the hardware store was better. The kitchen was kind of meh for me. The camera was so shaky. Yeah. It was like on one of those like baby swing motors where it's just up, down, up, down. (laughs) And they would just randomly shake it to the side when they needed to make a cut of something, (laughs) which was a lot. Like, no, I was paying attention to the exact movements. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was Uh terrible. It could have it. It couldn't have looked that bad. I'm just saying, as compared to, like, your average Marvel Cinematic Universe film these days, the action in this was a lot better shot. Why would I compare it to that trash? No. That's not a good I bar. I haven't seen them. Well, that's where the bar is these days. The John Wicks and Kingsmans are few and far between. 
But I did like that they tried to at least incorporate props. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, not just in yeah, the hardware store in the kitchen. But, you know, they had, like, the fireworks exploding out of the trunk in the car that they stole. Like, Well, those aren't fireworks, but yeah. yeah. They were they were like his spare ammo canisters that he had in the back that then started just firing off yeah, and going everywhere. Yeah, that was ammunition. No, the movie claimed it was ammunition. It was absolutely <laughs> fireworks. Okay. Oh, because I was like, okay, well, it looked like fireworks. Is that what happens to car flares if you set them on fire? Because that's pretty no. exciting. Like, da, 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 da. I fucking crashed my car. Ding, please pull over. Please pull over. Da, 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 da. I'll sell you whatever doesn't blow up. Unless they were all tracers, you're right. They were definitely fireworks. Right. Nobody just well, buys like were, all tracer rounds. They were just straight up fireworks, dude. They had the whistle and the pop at the end. I thought it was fun. Um, I like the uh the axe to the gut that Ryan Reynolds gives the main bad guy henchman. Like, that, that was in was, the hardware store. Yeah. That's already the fight you're citing is good. Yeah, that one he hurt too much. The chain throw around his neck and then hangs him over a store display thing. Yes. That was fun. That was impressive. I agree. Trying to do no new, not new stuff, but you know, mix it up rather than just bad gunplay. They did bad other play too. Ryan Reynolds (laughs) relies a lot on the old trope of can grab them or hit them just in the right spot, such that it knocks them out. You know, the old Vulcan death grip. There's a lot of shitty action movie tropes of Vulcan death grips and shitty bad car chases. Yeah. It was kind of action Mad Lib sometimes. <laughs> I think that's right. Where it's just like, okay, we want to, these are all the, the weapons we want to try to get in here. These are all the fun situations they could get into. Here's all the weird locations. Like Jay pointed out, there was oh 9,000 million establishing shots. Oh, yeah. Okay, the Hitman's Bodyguard is two hours long, and I think we could cut 30 minutes off of it by just cutting down on the establishing shots. Not even cutting them out, just cutting the fuck down on them. We we're don't need Amsterdam. 30 seconds for every scene. But we're how will England. I know we're in Amsterdam if we don't have two and a half minutes of shots of canals and bikes, Jay? I don't know. Can we stop saying the word canal, please? <laughs> please. This is triggered. Please. I'm trying to not make this a political podcast, but if you keep talking about canals, I'm going to have to talk about my position on canals. We don't want to hear your anti-canal agenda, Casey. Sorry, the water streets. The (laughs) water I don't even, now I don't remember what country the canals were in. I think they're just like all of Europe is a canal. But why do you hate your country? Why would you put... (laughs) Dirty ass trash water through <laughs> your whole town. Canals are just giant dirty Rivers. ponds. Rivers they are, are ponds for the French. Right. Pa, that's what I'm saying. None of them were French. Yeah, they but I been. feel like French people French. were the only ones who were like, oh, let's just swim around in the sewer. The Wait, second story uh, why are sewer. They in the sewer from the canal. Do the canals lead <laughs> to the sewers? Canals are just basically like nature sewers, sky view sewers. Oh, okay. They're like sewers with a sunroof. <laughs> gotcha. Fucking sewer gotcha. with a sunroof. I didn't know. Is that like the EX package? It will cost you extra in the form of tuberculosis because they're just like <laughs> harbingers of 
old timey diseases. So anyway, that's my that's my political platform. Canals, why do you hate your country? Fill them with garbage, wall them off so they don't affect the rest of the water. Thank me later. That's my whole plan. I would love to debate someone. Excuse me, ma'am, ma'am. There are no canals in our city. <laughs> Just so you know. I'm still running on an anti-canal agenda, okay? You know what? And as long as and I'm the county commissioner, there never will be. You're goddamn right, Dave. There never will be. I'm the only one that can keep us safe from canals. Kids be falling in that shit all the time. You just have to run, like, a Jeff Winger campaign, right? Like, other countries are falling apart. They're being ruined. What do they have? Canals. What does America have? Freedom and love. Do we want canals here? No. Do we want freedom and love here? Old-fashioned, like, apple pie to me. My opponent, Mark Bailey, hasn't stated his position on canals. Why is that, Mark? My opponent, Mark, in the pocket of Mark big canal? Bailey, doesn't even have a picture on Facebook. Is it because he's married to a canal and their love is forbidden? Wait, no. Casey, pick a new name. Mark Bailey's an attorney. I don't want to get sued. I don't know him, but I do know he doesn't have any strong positions on canals, and I don't even have to look him up to know that. He's an attorney really think- who's close enough to us to sue. Maybe Listen. I'm close enough to build a canal around his house. <laughs> then he won't be able That's to get a out. Moat. It's not a canal. And moats are dirty too. <laughs> Have you ever been watching a movie and like someone went by and like, mm, this fresh water smell of this moat? No. <laughs> it's a cul-de-sac of canals. Are we going to talk about anything else but canals? I really want to have you do a political campaign now where you just rail about canals the entire time. Bark Mailey, my opponent, because we can't say the other name because apparently Ark May Ailey Bay exists. I actually want to know why you picked that name. I just, it was random. Because it's really, he's a divorce lawyer and he's... Okay. Like, it's really close to home, and I just am curious. And I will really crush him in a debate about canals if he wants to test me as a county fucking commissioner. Really quick, can we talk about how amazing Gary Oldman was? Oh, my God, yes. He seriously, I wish he didn't have to kill it every time, but he has to. I don't understand why Gary Oldman tried so hard for this movie. (laughs) He can't shut it off. He's just good. He's a constant he really professional. Is. Everybody right. else in this movie is just being themselves and doing a generic action movie. And then there's Gary Oldman doing this like King's Speech performance of a Belarusian dictator. Yeah. His, his accent was not the best, but his heart well, and soul was behind it. It was good enough. He really nailed it. I got the whole terrorist vibe. He was fucking fantastic. Honestly, we're all talking about how, you know, Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson was Samuel L. Jackson. No, I think he was just being himself, man. I think he fit right in with this movie. Are you saying that <laughs> Gary Oldman is a war crime winning terrorist? Yeah, for sure. You're going to get sued by this fake lawyer, <laughs> Shart Maley. I mean, dictator. It doesn't count as a terrorist if it's your own country. Yeah, if it's your own country, you're a freedom fighter. 
don't you know? That's true. He did refuse to recognize their authority. I mean, that's kind of like me and the whole you're not my direct supervisor. I don't care if you're shift leader. I make more money than you. Fucking leave me alone. I'll wait for a real manager to yell at me. You're not my real boss. You're the fucking babysitter. <laughs> they are. You fucking You're substitute teacher. You're not fucking wrong. Gary Oldman on his own is not enough to save everything, though. So, Casey, we're going to start with you. 2017's The Hitman's Bodyguard. Would you watch it again? I would watch it just for Selma Hayek's character again. Ooh. We didn't really get to talk too much about her. But if you're going to watch The Hitman's Bodyguard, it is worth it just for watching her. She is incredible, lovable. Her bangs are fantastic. Everything about her is perfect. Um, the movie itself wasn't anything spectacular, but I always love Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson, and it was nice to see them hanging out together. It was like kind of like watching your friends hang out together. Oh, I'm so <coughs> glad I introduced you to friend groups. I was really hoping you'd like each other. Um, I wish it was like a weekly TV show thing. Like a half hour. Th- I would watch Ooh. the shit out of that. Yeah. That would be very watchable. But yeah, I, w- I would watch the the Hitman's Bodyguard again. Juice, what about you? 2017's The Hitman's Bodyguard. Would you watch it again? This was a hitman in my fucking book, man. <laughs> oh, man, that was awful. <laughs> See what you're doing there? And I disapprove. <laughs> so bad. I don't care. It's staying, guys. This was a great movie. Um, You could tell they basically said... Fuck the lines, let them do what they're going to do. And Gary Oldman was the one that just went too far with it. And he's like, yeah, I'm really going to fucking develop this character. Other than that, it was some good fun play, man. I had a good time. I'll put it on next time I'm playing a video game or doing shit around the house. So, Jay, 2017, The Hitman's Bodyguard. Are you going to sit down and watch it again? Oh, there's, there, there is some decent action in this, but... It's sort of meh, even when it goes off well. For every scene, there is a, it's been done better. And it's two hours long. The non-action parts are just the actors talking at you, telling you what's going on in the movie. It's a little slow at times. And when it's not, it's just kind of meh. So, I don't know. There's also a couple of things that killed it for me. Like, there's a part where there's a a shot that happens and the guy doesn't drop until two seconds later. It's kind of sloppy. Overall... I agree with Casey. Selma Hayek's the best part. She's fucking fantastic in this. Not enough so that I would watch it again, though. So, no, I will not watch The Hitman's Bodyguard again. But, Dave, you brought this movie. It's up to you. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Would you watch it again? I'm surprised, Jay. That's a lot. You know, I really thought you, of all people, would understand. Yes, this is a painfully generic action film. None of it is anything terribly new. We get a lot of very cliche shots. Black Betty being played while you do a car chase in and of itself is a fucking trope. (laughs) And to have it be a cover of Black Betty that was originally made for without a paddle is not a good sign. (laughs) But I like go to the website and tell Dave that you want to see. What did I call it? Charlie's Green Jewels. Touched by a Green Jewel. Touched by a Green green Month. Touched by a Green Jewel. Seth Green Month. I like Ryan Reynolds just doing his Ryan Reynolds thing and Samuel Jackson just being unnecessarily profane is always entertaining. And Salma Hayek is unreasonably hot for fucking three and a half decades Mm. later. It's just not fair. Swoons in Spanish. 
Overall, is it an amazing film? No, but I still really enjoy it, and it's a lot of fun to turn on while you're cleaning the apartment, or like Juice said, playing a video game. So yeah, I will absolutely watch The Hitman's Bodyguard Ooh. again, and I'm really looking forward to the sequel, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which is gonna have Antonio Banderas as the villain, which I think is gonna be great. I'm definitely gonna watch that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what that means. The verdict is in. Three out of four of us are going to sit down and watch The Hitman's Bodyguard. It was a lot of fun. Surprisingly, Jay is the only one who's the odd man out. I guess we all got to have our turn. Sour fucking Betty. Otherwise, next week, I'm going to continue with our frenemy extravaganza with a movie that I don't know much about, other than the fact that there's two pretty attractive women, and they uh, apparently they're frenemies. That's it. It's Wild Things. Oh, I have oh, yeah. also never seen this movie. Really? Yeah. I have too. Yes. More Dave, I'm so happy for you. Yeah. I'm not. No. Well, I'm glad we get to have Dave guide us through next week. Hey, Cinemites. If you have a bad movie we should review or just want to say hi, check out the Shitty Cinema Facebook page, shittycinema.com, Twitter at Bad Movies, Bad People, and follow Casey at Casey.Cinema on Instagram. If you want to support us in like a sugar baby kind of way, I don't know. Check out the Patreon page, okay? I don't know. And as always, let's turn out the lights, claim to be Salma Hayek's lawyer, and give her a ring a if she wants this ding a She doesn't.